ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to another episode, excuse me, the inaugural episode of Three-Fifths of a Podcast. This is a podcast where we hope to discuss things and politics specifically that relate to our people, African Americans, as well as uh, the larger picture of of, uh, black people all over this world. And my name is Teddy D. I'm I'm happy to be one half of this show. Uh, You can find me at the Why Not Podcast as well as the Black Astronauts Podcast. And I'm honored by the other half of this collaboration, uh, the homie whose idea this was. One half of the Brothers Layman Sports Happy Hour from the Black Is Network, where you can find anywhere where great podcasts are distributed. None other than Mr. Jonathan Layman. How are you, sir? Appreciate that, sir. Doing well, doing well. I can't, I can't take all the credit. You know, you, you, you definitely uh, helped me think of this idea. Yeah. Well, you know, by the way, you, uh, you go into politics very detail oriented. So, you know, I can't take all the credit for that. Yeah, and listen, man. Shout out to collaborations, right? So that's right. <laughs> so this is uh, if. Thank you for giving us a, a chance to. Uh, you know, just just talk to you, be in your ears for a second. Here's here's what we're what we're trying for in this podcast. Uh, we want to give to you a short show that hopefully will leave you more informed on at least two topics. Uh, we'll give you a little bit of the history, uh, a little opinion, but but the main part of this is for all of us to stay as educated as possible. While we're trying to learn about politics, grow and ultimately affect not only our local politics, but nationally, it can only help when we're more informed as a base. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we also want to make sure, um, you know, all of you out there, we can we want to be able to break it down so you can actually understand, you know, fully understand, you know, what we're trying to break down topic wise, because we know there can be a lot of jargon that you don't really understand when you're reading about politics and we want to make it a little bit easier for you guys to understand what's really going on in this world you know like teddy d said especially for for us in the black community you know this is these are trying times right now and we we want to make sure we're all on the same page here yeah yeah man and i i don't see any downside to us all getting a little bit more educated. So uh, absolutely. Therein lies our goal. Let's go ahead and start the clock. So the, the first topic that we wanted to get into is one of those buzzwords that you hear a lot. Whenever you hear any type of a political coverage, uh, uh, any type of political coverage going on as far as shows, CNN, MSN, Fox news, wherever you listen to. And that is a, a term that has affected most, if not all, of the presidential elections that we've been a part of. Uh, I'm uh, 34 years old. Or am I 35? No, I'm 34 still, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. And I, I know for a fact that I've been voting for the past four presidential elections, and, and it's come into play every time, and that is the Electoral College, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... The idea of the Electoral College is a group of people sat down and they essentially said, hey, how can we, one of 50 states, make sure that everyone has a voice in the four-year presidential election? 
So mm-hmm. the way that the country is, is set up is like most most countries all over the world is that you have some areas in the country in our situation, it's a state that have a larger population than others. So if there were no electoral college, every election would essentially be decided by Texas, California, New York, and Florida, you know, three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, four of the most heavily populated Populated states states. in, in the whole country. So, Instead of just saying, hey, there's, what, 35% of the country and what we all think, the Electoral College takes each state and says, hey, California, you are, you know, the the largest state that we have. So, of course, we want you to have a little bit more say, but instead of having such a large percentage, you can have 55 electoral uh electoral college votes in the election, which means that it's less weighted, but they still matter more than say, I think Nebraska has, yeah, Nebraska has like six compared comparative, right? So correct. Especially with the California primary, if you're a Democrat, even in the Republican too, but especially in the, in the democratic party, whoever wins California is a big deal. So, Mm -hmm. That's the idea. That's the idea. What, what what are your thoughts on on the electoral college? I mean, the electoral college. <clears throat> I understand their reasoning behind it because you want to make it fair. But the the irony of the reason they created it was so that the fear of a tyrant. Or somebody, you know, with ulterior motives, Mm -hmm. you know, persuades or or sways the the public opinion and then just gets voted into office. Now, the irony is that we have a tyrant (laughs) in office right now. Literally. (laughs) That they specifically use this way to keep out. So it's it's like it. and, And the other ironic thing is. The popular vote and the electoral college almost go hand in hand. I mean, yeah. nine times out of ten, if you win the electoral college, you win the popular vote. Except so there have there have been four <laughs> situations where it has not happened. Two of them were in the eighteen hundreds. Yep. The other two were two thousand with uh, George W. and Al Gore, right? And Al Gore, and we all know about that situation. Yep. Shout and then of Florida. course, and then of course. Mr. In office right now. Yeah, man. And I just, I, <laughs> what? Four times, four yeah, times I in know. history. And twice that in our has lifetime. Happened. Yeah. And twice in our lifetime. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> I, I, the, the, and, you know, the irony is so this is a, this is the point where being educated on something helps you understand how ridiculous the situation is. And with, with this, you hear our current president say, say, say comments like, you know, this, this is uh, the the biggest <laughs> victory that's that's ever been had. Uh, so many people are formed, the people have spoken, so on and so forth. Well, here's here's why 
uh, Trump won. And this is a topic that we're going to go into in depth later on in the season, but we'll mention it and then move on. Voter empathy, which yep. which essentially means that the the candidates that are running either are so mediocre that no one has a strong opinion about or in in the Democrats case, uh, Hillary Clinton, she didn't rile up the base of the party and the base of the Democratic Party now isn't what it's always looked like. But as of now, it's younger, progressive, liberal, minority. And the it's there was it's no coincidence that when Hillary was running, that you heard stories of in 1996, she said when referring to the crime bill that ultimately sent a lot of African-Americans to jail, yep. uh, she said the phrase calling them super predators, super right? predators, super yes, predators. Sir. And mm-hmm. now that was tied, of course, to her husband, who was president at the time, as well as a bill that. What they didn't mention in the Democratic Party is that Bernie Sanders voted for that same bill, by the way. But, you know, that's fine. You uh, almost feel that that <laughs> it was looked over a little bit because so many people loved her husband. Yeah. 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 People loved Bill Clinton. You know, people loved Bill Clinton. And, and I mean, I wasn't huge in politics, but under from my perspective, mm-hmm. I assume he was a great, a good president. Yeah, I think in I've our, never in, really in heard our, people talk down about him. Right. In our age, I you know what I remember about Bill Clinton as a president? I remember that life was good. And, that That's what I'm saying. Life was great. Yeah. There were no issues, no problems. Yeah, man. Like we uh, the economy was booming. You had mm-hmm. the tech, uh, the tech, the dot com uh, rage was going on like mm-hmm. it. And if anyone is our age listening to this or younger, you can remember at the time that things might have been going well specifically for your family um the military was a great career you didn't have to worry about going into a war at the time great benefits uh you know all all the money in the world all that good stuff so that was my relation to him but as an adult i look back and one thing that that i resent even though we didn't know that president obama the greatest president that we'll ever see in our lifetime uh, was going to go on to be the first black president. You know, you can you can remember the rhetoric of how people remember President Clinton, which was quote unquote the first black president. The first black president. And yeah. and you think about how disrespectful that is, why they said that now, because he admitted to smoking weed and he cheated on his wife. Yeah. And he got some head in the Oval Office. And he played a, a horrible saxophone on Arsenio. Really? Yeah, did. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's all. That's all you need, really. Like, let's, oh, let's go ahead and up the standards a little bit, people. Like, we're, we're more than that, but you know, I'm, I'm trying not. <clears throat> so, we 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 bring all that because it does actually tie into the electoral college. Uh, it is important, and one one last note I wanted to make, and I'm not sure how much of a of a difference it'll make in this next presidential election. We'll learn a little bit more as we get closer, but. California has always been one of the last states to to be in the in the primary discussion as far as the Electoral College. So every year when you hear people talking about, hey, I think so and so is going to run for president, they're going to Iowa. 
That's mm-hmm. because Iowa is literally first in line for the whole country for their state primary to choose who is going to act to, you know, elect, uh, be be the presidential candidate that that we vote for. And that's mm-hmm. ironic because there's no other reason that people will pay attention to Iowa. So nope. I've always wondered, like, why why doesn't someone just jump line and be like, you know, Iowa's cool, but what's up? California did that that very thing here recently. They said, listen, we want to move from being, I think it was 40th in line for state primaries to like fifth. What's up? Mm. <laughs> so now they're going to be even a bigger player on on the field, which is great because I think in the Democratic side, it's going to make the candidate have to appeal to a California voter who is traditionally more liberal. You have marijuana rights, um, of course, yep. uh, gay marriage. Uh, yes, sir. Abortion rights. All that is going to p- yes, play a lot more than it would have if you had to, you know, appeal to an Iowa voter. So mm-hmm. love that, man. Love Absolutely. That. So, yeah. So there is that. And then let's go ahead and start the clock on, on the second thing that we wanted to discuss. And brother, I have a theory. OK. You and I were texting back and forth trying to decide what topics to really discuss with the people. And I have, I just sent you a sentence because it is something that I truly believe. And that sentence said, black women pick the best politicians. Yes. Now it it may sound like the start of a new Steve Harvey book, but hear me out. Right. (laughs) So whenever, whenever someone votes for uh, politicians, you always hear them. Uh, another buzzword that you'll hear is something called identity politics and identity politics essentially means you are explaining why a group of people voted for a politician or against them in some cases. So mm-hmm. you can say, for instance, Mexican men this past election preferred Barry San- uh, Bernie Sanders um, or, you know, you can mix and match that up any way that you want, but, Black women, black women have just been holding it down like always, right? Mm. I looked mm-hmm. at the numbers, and even though the numbers are, are you know, they, they challenge, depending on who, who you're getting the numbers from, I won't even focus on the numbers. I'll just focus on the end result, which is to say that let's take these past three elections, all right? These past mm-hmm. three elections, black women – for a presidential candidate have voted for uh, Hillary Clinton and by extension, Tim Kaine and, and president Obama twice. Mm. Now I think it's well documented. If anyone has ever heard any show that you or I have done, how we feel about black women. Uh, Absolutely. We love them. Defend them. Love em. I mean, what, Absolutely. you know, I'll be on the front lines. I, I I described it to my friend as I will be there with the foam finger that you see at sports events saying, go black women. Like y'all are, y'all are the best. Um, Let me tell you something. Man. Black women are the most discriminated yep. person in the nation. And number one, because they they're black. Hold it down. That's all they That's do. all they do. Number one, because they're black. That's yeah. just number one. Yeah. Number two, they're women. Yeah. So they they already got two strikes against them. Yeah. And then you just you peek in you peek through the window. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
so many black women are single moms. And now being a dad, yeah. now being a dad, Jesus. I see how hard that shit is. Yeah. My God, man. <laughs> I'm just like as and a two as as a as somebody who grew up and now is raising a child in, in a two parent household, mm-hmm. it's hard enough for two parents. Right. Dude, right. I can't imagine doing it by by myself with like two, three, maybe kids. Oh no, sir! And not but only like are they you doing said, it, they hold it, it down. Well. Yeah, they're doing it well. Exactly. How? Exactly. Because they're they're because because I believe because they're so discriminated against, mm-hmm. they in turn are the strongest people in this nation mm-hmm. because they have to deal with so much from just from so many angles. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, now here in Cali. Black woman can't walk through the mall without getting hollered at like twenty five times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, just something that small, but it's just it it's it to me, you know, to us is nothing, but to them that could be just irritating and annoying. And you know what? And they on, harassment at work and just in different situations. Yeah. And on that note, it, allow us to give a short PSA. First off, to all the dirtbags listening, thank you for taking the time to, to, to you know, try to learn and, and grow as a person. But let me just say, you are not being original and or thoughtful when you say to a woman that you are interested in, hey, why don't you smile? Why, why are you looking so mean? You know what that's you know what that says to her? Don't worry about the other 20 dudes that just try to get at you before you saw me. Right. Like, let me try to give you something that I feel is original when I'm trying. But, okay, I'm on a tangent. All I'm saying is stop harassing these women. Y'all are lame. All right, go. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. So, but to the to the bigger point, <laughs> before, <laughs> before we can just talk about black women on the show. But, but the bigger point is I, I think that, you know, there's always something. Um, I'm thinking of the term, maybe a litmus test, a... Uh, uh oh man the a, a test like a test balloon of sorts where yeah. you can essentially see where where the tide is 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 really swaying one side or the other and we'll talk about this I'm sure plenty of times over the course of the show mm-hmm. the 2016 presidential election was so interesting it was sadder than it was interesting because of what we believe but it was interesting in that even though even though i think once again the the point is still is still made that black women were correct in who they picked uh what i also think is you need a candidate like president obama to truly bring out what is the new coalition of the democratic party and it's so rare to find a candidate that could pull the moderate and progressive Democrats from, you know, specifically the Northwest. So like, you know, all the Portland and mm-hmm. and uh, oh Seattle, Seattle Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are those are big Bernie Sanders supporters because that, that's the type of politics that, that speaks to them. So mm-hmm. like but then you can have them vote with southern black democrats and be like yo like we are on the same page not necessarily voting for the same reasons but we end up we end up at the same place each time so that's something but i just i just think it's interesting to think of things in that spectrum like yo if you want to know who to vote for 
talk to the black woman you vote. You talk to the black women that you, that you work with. Because yeah, the, the black women will keep it 100 with you. That's what I'm saying. All the time. <laughs> they don't care. They're just like, whatever. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And who doesn't want a black woman riding with you? Come on, man. Come on. Just act right. once, once you good, man. they'll ride with you till the wheels fall off. Man, baby. man. I just, boy, boy, boy. So, all right, people, we can actually go on for 14 different uh, different topics for 18 different hours for things that we can talk about that interest us in politics. But we, once again, one of the goals is to keep this as concise as possible Absolutely. and we can try to learn together. So please feel free to reach out to us. Um, we are going to set up an email account soon, but as of now, uh, JL, please tell the people where they can not only support your show, but where they can find you in these social media streets, sir. Hey, uh, you know, always can find me, uh, my brother as well, Chris. We do the uh, Brothers Lamin Sports Happy Hour. Um, you can find it anywhere, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, anywhere really you can find podcasts. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, um, hit us up at Twitter, at Brothers Lamin. Uh, we're always talking, chopping it up. Uh, shout out to the thread. <laughs> uh, Indeed. And then uh, you can always hit us up as well uh, via email at thebrotherslayman at gmail.com. So, yeah, we're always willing to to speak to anybody. We take any kind of feedback, any criticism, whatever the case. So hit us up. I love it. I love it. And uh, you can reach out to me at Teddy underscore D underscore on uh, Twitter. And you can also reach out to me as Dwight Ted on Instagram, the Why Not Podcast, as well as the Black Astronauts Podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Uh, and as always, family, we'll catch you next show. Listen, now that you woke, what you going to do? All right, peace. Shout out to the black women. That's right. Love it.